Are you ready to be transformed? You're about to spend a life-changing hour with a woman who's done more than just talk about dramatic self-transformation. She achieved it, then literally wrote the book on it, leaving countless success stories in her wake. Will yours be next? Find out now and every Friday on The Cat James Show. And now your host, Cat James. Welcome to the Cat James Show, everyone. I hope you're ready to be transformed because today we might just transform your mouth a little bit. We have Ramiel Nagel, author of Heal Our Children, and uh, we're going to be talking about a possible cure, not really possible in the minds of those of us who've been following this, for tooth decay with nutrition. And this is not something that is newly available. It is something that has been available through traditional diets. And this guy is going to really get into some detail. And I have a feeling you're going to have an amazingly different view of your mouth after this show. Uh, Ramiel Nagel is going to, he, he has requested to start the show with a, with an invocation of sorts. And I'm going to indulge him, uh, with, uh, because of the great respect I have for him. So, so, Ramiel, welcome to the show, and uh, have at it. Thank you, Kat. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I just want that our time together with you and the audience, that it's not just um, sharing information, but that something um, meaningful gets transmitted and that, um, that we're all made better by our time together. And Absolutely. Um, and ask for uh, the experience of grace to join us. Because it's really grace that has brought this um, information more to the public. Absolutely, and and the the hard work of people like you and uh, people who are willing to face a lot of opposition ongoingly. And uh, so um, uh, my congratulations to you for getting this message out. And I'm thrilled that we get to partake in that during this hour. Where do you feel like you want to start with this uh, topic? I think a good place to start is to let people know I'm not a dentist and that I started um, Putting out or learning about tooth decay because my daughter had cavities uh, starting when she was one year old, and yeah. um, we we didn't want to have her go through a conventional dental treatment because I just kept thinking in my mind, it's not right to put a little child. I didn't want to put my little daughter through a dental treatment even if it was brief, and I realized yeah. after a while that I wasn't going to solve the problem. I started looking for something else. And also, it's extremely distressing. I think a lot of people out there, if they have a tooth problem, they feel uh, scared, alone, or distressed, and don't know what to do. And I was really in that place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wanted to, um, there's a little delay there, so those of you listening, bear with us. Um, I wanted to point out, from what I've read about your daughter's situation, is that there's a thing called baby bottle mouth. And they um, they generally attribute this to um, a child consuming a lot of juice from the baby carriage and apple juice and uh, perhaps other sugary drinks, um, maybe even uh, sometimes milk. Uh, and th- 
this is not something that your daughter was doing. And I think that's important because you had this uh, issue with your daughter uh, that was happening independent of anything that you thought that she was doing. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So there was no fruit juice. There was no uh, processed foods, no processed flour, no processed sugar, uh, not too much sweet foods in our diet. She was uh, breastfed and ate um, what I thought were normal, healthy foods. And yet that little brown spot that started when she was one started getting much worse very quickly. And we didn't know what to do. And now this is, you know, so being a non-dentist, not an expert, you started to undertake major research and found the work of Weston A. Price and Melvin Page. Can you tell us a little about what you started to discover with these two figures? And, of course, West, the late Weston A. Price, having done a lot of his research on the indigenous people in the 1930s. Um, tell us what you started to find. Um, well, Weston... Price, um, it's, it's a, he, uh, there's a lot of information to talk about him, but what he, yep. he traveled all over the world and uh, wanted to find cultures that didn't have tooth decay. And after visiting all these cultures in the 1930s, um, at least 14 different um, indigenous cultures, he said that tooth decay is not only unnecessary, but a divergence from nature's fundamental laws and principles. In other words, there's some way that in modern society we're disconnected in, in our lifestyle habits that is causing uh, disease and, and tooth decay. And, if, and it's not necessary. We don't have to. It's not a genetic fate. Yep. And so, you know, when, when you, what was the biggest thing that you started to discover? I mean, obviously, there are things people can't imagine that we're going to cover in this hour. Um, the myths about, oh, the fact that enamel can't be rebuilt. That's what people believe. They, it, the idea of uh, a capillary system in the teeth, um, the idea that, uh, you know, ner- your nutrition, you know, your calcium phosphorus balance, a number of other things, um, can actually change your teeth. There's a, a way to change the ecology of your mouth. What happened with your personal situation? Because first and foremost, you wanted to help your daughter out. And then when was the turning point where you felt you had to write a book and, and get a message out to everyone? Well, when, when I started trying different, we just started experimenting and we were like eating walnuts and we didn't know what was going to work. But it, with, uh, with my daughter, um, it's hard to say what the turning point is, but I can say now that she's five and a half. She's actually lost one of her badly decayed teeth. That um, we found something that worked, and when I realized that I found something that was working for people, then I I felt like I'd be almost sinning or doing something bad by yeah. not sharing, because I at I least knew that there's other um, children out there that had cavities, and I wanted to to let people know that there is some that there was. That there's another way to treat it in a in a way that works. Uh, yeah. I would say you asked me what is the most surprising thing, and the most surprising thing is dental treatments do not cure tooth cavities. Right, absolutely. Just like most medical treatments are are just addressing a symptom. Yes. And so, what? Where can we begin? 
um, you know, you know, the mindset of the average person. And believe me, my listeners are not average by any means. Um, but they have their families and they have their people and everyone has their pressure to, you know, if you're going to be a good parent, quote unquote, you're going to submit to uh, the conventional teeth cleaning. Uh, you're going to brush with, of course, you're going to use a fluoride toothpaste. And of course, you're going to, you know, um, do all sorts of things that we think are really the, the, the things that we think are going to keep us safe from tooth decay. Okay, I floss, so I must be safe from tooth decay. Um, where do you want to start with how we can, you know, gently break it to our listening audience and the people that they have to convince that it starts from inside? It starts from nutrition. Um, what was your What was your turning point? Um, I don't know what my turning point is, but the the way I, I like to present. Um Sort of the, the introduction is that um, w- over time, according to a large government survey done um, from around 1999 to 2002, over time, people's teeth get worse and worse and worse. For example, mm-hmm. 50% of 12 to 15-year-olds in the United States have had a cavity. 87% of 20 to 39-year-olds have had a cavity. As people get age, it, as people age, more of their teeth start decaying. More of their teeth fall out. Now, mm-hmm. one would assume that most of us are brushing and flossing, getting teeth cleaning. Maybe uh, about seventy percent of the country has fluoridated water. We're 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 doing these things. We're seeing the dentist. So, if we're doing these things. Uh, shouldn't our cavities be not getting worse? Shouldn't our teeth be healthy when we're old? So the fact that people's teeth continue to decay in spite of the fact that they're brushing and flossing and doing fluoride or anything else is a sign that there's something wrong with what we've been taught. What we've been taught doesn't work. Mm Mm-hmm. And so where where do you want to take us with this? Um, we have a couple of minutes before our next break, and I would love for you to, you know, if you had, uh, if you had to do something to finally um, turn around the mindset that people have. I mean, uh, this goes, you, you know, this goes all the way through every aspect of health, um, weight, um, beauty. Uh, everything that we're taught is that our bodies are inferior, and uh, and that they're pathetic and that we have to show them who's boss and whip our hair into submission and submit to uh, drill sergeant workouts and, and uh, you know, of course, use all of these things on our teeth. Um, and yet I don't think what people uh, know uh, is the capability within the body if we give it the right raw materials. So in the minute that we have left, I'm wondering if you could start us in that direction, and, uh, and uh, certainly we will be covering some amazing things when we return. I think you hit it on the head when you said that the, the body is inferior, that we, that we have a sort of a subconscious belief that, that we're in a sort of a sinful or bad state of existence. And so disease, we are a victim to disease. Mm-hmm. Disease is out of our control, and we can't do anything about Inevitable. it. Inevitable. And, and that's, right. that's in contradiction to the law of personal responsibility. Uh, and this is sort of a principle that says we're not passive victims in life. There's a way we can take control. There's a way that we can be assertive in a way that we can live in a world where we don't have to fear disease. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Um, when we come back with Ramiel Najel, uh, who is the author of Healing Our Children, we're talking about a totally new way to look at dental health, uh, actually a cure, dare I say, for tooth decay. And uh, we're this is the Cat James Show. And uh, when we return, uh, we'll talk more about these myths. Be right back. I love to drill and fill. Ow! <laughs> Does that hurt? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I just uh, have to go deep. Go deep. Dr. Sadisco, your next patient is here. Okay, Mrs. Jones, let's take a look. Oh, no. This is terrible. Terrible? But I brush twice a day with Spry toothpaste and chew Spry gum. They contain all-natural xylitol with its proven dental health benefits. You don't have any cavities. Absolutely no plaque, and your gums look fantastic. Is this some kind of a sick joke? How can I drool if your teeth are clean and healthy? <laughs> what is it you said you've been using? Spry? Yes, Spry toothpaste, oral rinse, and chewing gum. Well, you might as well go home. But my teeth... Are perfect. You happy? Um, yes, actually, I am. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, can we keep this Spry thing just between us? Uh, I'll give you a free bib. Some no, x-rays. I, I Latex gloves? Come on, I'll never drill again. <laughs> Help me out here. Spry toothpaste and Spry sugar-free chewing gum are part of the Spry Dental Defense System. Products that are 100% sweetened with xylitol, taste good, and are good for your teeth. Find them at your local health foods retailer or visit SpryDental.com to find a retailer near you. Is your body missing something? Our bodies know when we're not getting enough omega-3s from our diets. And if you're missing out on omega-3s, you're probably also missing out on things like better moods, more comfortable joints, healthier skin, and much more. Thousands of studies now show the multitasking health benefits of omega-3s for everything from heart, brain, joint, and metabolic health to improving immunity and the body's response to stress. Studies also show that the best source of omega-3s is a fish oil supplement. I'm Kat James, and for me, everything changed when I started taking fish oil. I'm a true believer in the power of fish oil and in the purity and environmental dedication of Nordic Naturals. Their patented processing technology ensures industry-leading purity and freshness and a clean, fruity taste. Get the omega-3s you're missing with Nordic Naturals' complete line of award-winning fish oils for adults, children, and pets. Learn more at nordicnaturals.com. Hi, I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. For weeks, you've heard me stress the importance of probiotics to your health and beauty transformation plan. Healthy inner ecology gives new meaning to the term inner beauty and is critical to your digestion, looks, and immune health. How do you get your inner ecology humming? Start with a quality daily probiotic to balance your good versus bad bacteria. My favorite, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics 12 Plus. It's fermented for three years using 12 strains of living bacteria, including the powerful TH10 strain. It even helps your body produce its own unique strains of good bacteria. I've recommended Dr. O'Hara's for years and seen some amazing benefits in myself and in my program attendees who use it daily. Take your inner beauty to the next level. Get Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics 12 Plus today at Vitamin Shop and other health stores or online at probiotics12.com. This product has not been evaluated by the FDA and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Results may vary.
Welcome back to the Cat James Show, everyone. We're here, uh, you know, in the hopes of transforming your mouth a little um, starting today. I'm with Ramiel Nagel, and he is author of Cure Tooth Decay, in addition to healing our children, which I mentioned in the last segment. Um, and uh, that phrase in and of itself is something that um, it, it would raise some eyebrows, um, especially if you know that what we're talking about is nutritional ways to literally transform the teeth on a cellular level, transform their behavior, and uh, and this concept that they're, the teeth are a living thing uh, and uh, that we can actually change even our um, predisposition to have a lot of decay in the mouth by changing the, eco- the ecology and the, the nutritional makeup and the raw materials that create our teeth. Uh, thanks again for being here, Ramiel, and I know that you have uh, greatly been interest, uh, influenced by the Weston A. Price Foundation. And uh, we had Sally Fallon on last week, and that was exciting for me. I have a great deal of respect for this uh, dentist who in the 1930s did research on these different um, these different uh, traditional or, or tribal groups, uh, indigenous groups, uh, seeking out the reasons why these groups had healthy teeth. Um, I, I would love for you to take it from there and uh, tell us more about Weston A. Price and what this has contributed uh, to your book, uh, the cure, uh, the cure, cure tooth decay. So Weston Price was uh, a famous, well-respected dentist in the early 1900s. He was head of research of the National Dental Association, and he was published in nearly every dental journal of the time, including the Journal of the American. Uh, dental Association, and and he published actually how he uh, about groups that had no tooth cavities at all in the Journal of the American Dental Association. Yet somehow that information has been lost in a way. Um, and also, mm-hmm. I'll just mention there's the Price Ponder Nutrition Foundation, in addition to the Weston Price Foundation, that um, holds mm-hmm. his research. So Weston Price had this idea that instead of trying to understand why why is all his uh, dental patients having all these health problems and tooth problems? Instead of trying to figure out what's wrong with them, he heard stories of people all over the world that maybe had no tooth decay at all. Um, The first place he went to visit was in the Swiss Alps in the Lucienthal Valley. Um, And he picked that place because a road had just been built there. Before there was that road, uh, you had to, like, there was, like, a trail uh, up to this, uh, village where it was almost inaccessible to the modern world. And when he went there, he was amazed to find that uh, of every three people he checked, only one had a cavity, and only that, that one cavity was also very tiny and minimal. So the only mm-hmm. 0.3% of all teeth that he examined there had cavities. So it was almost complete immunity to tooth decay. And he found... Mm-hmm that, uh, well, what did they eat? They had milk from cows and goats, and the, and the cows, they're up in the Swiss Alps, so they're having very lush soil. They ate whole rye bread, and they had some barley, some eggs, and uh, some goat meat or, or lamb meat. I'm not sure exactly. Um, so a lot of animal products. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their, their main diet was basically 
uh, whole sourdough rye bread and uh, cheese and butter. Yeah. Yep. And and any cultured? Uh, were there cultured dairy products? Um, I don't know. I I think most of uh, the let's say the good they preserve their milk with the, making the cheese and with making the butter, or they just right. had it fresh. Yep. Now he went and visited uh, a modern town in Switzerland. These people have lots of money. They have lots of resources. And to their amazement, they cannot stop the tooth cavities in the modern Swiss children. They, mm. they do brushing. They have dentists. They exercise them. They put them in the sunlight. Nothing they do works. And they don't know why. So Weston Price looked at their diet, and he looked at their children's teeth, and he found numerous, numerous children with severe tooth cavities and a significant portion, instead of 0.3% of teeth, there was something like 20 or 40% of all the teeth in, in the children there had cavities. And so there was something different between these modern Swiss, who had a very similar genetic heritage, and the primitive Swiss up in the mountains. So yeah. the modern Swiss were generally eating uh, white flour, um, jams and marmalades. There was the bakery, you know, they got their chocolate and... Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have much fresh milk. They didn't have much fresh butter. And they were using uh, canned vegetables and uh, vegetable oil. And so, so um, clearly, you know, we see something immediately. Oh, that's the sugar. Um, what is there going on beyond just the sugar? Oh, well, one thing I'll mention about the children's teeth is, uh, and, and the people in the, in the Alpine Valley, is they never brush their teeth. So, so even though they were eating grains, um, they uh, and didn't brush their teeth. They didn't have cavities. Yeah, amazing. Uh, what happens w- with the sugar is more uh, based. Th- there's two things that are going on with the with the sugar and the white flour. Um, one thing that's going on. What, what Weston Price did is he took samples of these foods and he went into his laboratory and he sent them to his laboratory and they analyzed the nutrient content of their diet and just very simply. The traditional diet of, of raw milk from the pasturing cows and the butter and the cheese and the grains had several times more minerals, several times more calcium, several times more phosphorus, uh, usually more iron, and 10 times or more of what he called fat-soluble vitamins. So, so the mm-hmm. one difference is the, the processed sugar and the processed flour diet does not have a lot of mineral. Right. Later on, we learned from dentist Melvin Page who was a fan of Weston Price, and uh, Melvin Page, uh, his specialty was analyzing blood chemistry. And what he found is that when your blood sugar rises, which, of course, happens after you eat anything sweet, not just sugar, but also honey, mm-hmm. even fruit, and yeah. especially white flour or processed flour, um, when your blood sugar rises, and there's a difference in the rise of blood sugar, the white sugar and, and he didn't even study high fructose corn syrup. That's got to be, like, mm-hmm. way worse. <laughs> sure. Um, but when the, when the blood sugar, when they eat um, white sugar, the blood sugar is out of balance for several hours. And when mm-hmm. that blood sugar is out of balance, then the, the body is drawing calcium, phosphorus, and perhaps other minerals to balance the blood sugar. So it's, so mm-hmm. it's uh, demineralizing the bones all over your body, yep. not just the teeth. You only can see it in your teeth, but it's, it's your whole body is, is mm-hmm. 
looks like what your mouth looks like on the inside. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So the frequent fluctuation of blood sugar brought on by a diet filled with, let's say, white sugar and white flour and jams and, and processed food over time causes tooth uh, bone loss and what we call tooth decay. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the uh, probably the most central thing that, that people need to take home? The, the, easiest, the easiest place to start is um, to look at the processed foods and to eliminate them because they are so poisonous to our body. Yep. Absolutely. And you wanted to touch on germ theory. Um, you know, I think also we are told that if we can just control the germs in our mouth and swish around those alcohol-based uh, mouthwashes, that we will be protected from the bad guys. I would love to hear your rebuttal to that. Well, if it was that simple, then how are dentists in business? Because I think most people do do take their mouthwash and... and uh, they do get their teeth cleaned and they do brush their teeth. So how does a dentist stay in business? Or is everyone not cleaning their mouth out? How come a simple bacteria rinse right. doesn't uh, cause uh, or prevent tooth cavities? That's one yeah, rebuttal. In fact, we know that they do they they do harm. In fact, you know, with the alcohol-based mouthwashes not only being shown in certain concentrations to contribute to oral cancers, but we know they also dry out the mouth and uh, really open us up to further decay, uh, especially during the sleep hours. Um, and so, you know, that is somewhat out the window. And in fact, um, what would you have to say about the merits of um, re- restoring the probi- probiotic ecology in the mouth? Uh, that's a good, a good thing to do, but uh, we can talk when we come back on how you can do that with your food and not with other things. Yep. I gotcha. Um, we're with Ramiel Nagel, and he is the author of Cure Tooth Decay and also Healing Our Children, and uh, has been a very exciting guest. And this is something that you really need to know about, so stick around. It's the Cat James Show, and we'll be right back. 